Seahawks oh, win. Wee. Hey, bro. Tips and overthrows. Gotta get those. Ooh, wee. Defense gets a turnover at the end of the game to give <laughs> the ball back to the offense. Offense scores. They win 24 mm 20. -hmm. KJ, we back. What's happening? Five and two. <laughs> Who number? Hey, who number one in the NFC West? Come on, right man, now? Say, it, say it loud. Who number? Hey, y'all put in the group chat. Who is number one in the NFC West right now? It's not the Cardinals. Let's go. It's not the Rams. Let's go. It's for damn sure not the San Francisco. San Let's Francisco go. 49ers. Let's go. Let's so, go. Let's go. Let's go. I told you before. Win. Brock Purdy ain't Purdy. We'll talk about that later. But let's talk about these Seahawks first. <laughs> hey, first of all, shout out. Don't KJ look good in his Seahawks? Hey. Don't he look good? Look at him. Ooh, I know I didn't. I know I didn't play today, but I was a man of the hour in that building. I was a man of the hour. I, like, I like your coat. You're so fly. I've never seen this before. It's so shiny. So this thing is clean. G, you clean too? Well, you know, man. You, you know, too? I'm clean too. Wait, what that jersey say? Bam! Jackson Smith and Jigba. JSN. JSN. Okay, but then we set him yeah. down right there. From V. Ohio State Ow. University. Okay. All right, let's you, let's, yeah. let's all right. get into the game. All right. First, first of all, appreciate y'all joining us. Thank you. Make sure you subscribe. I don't want y'all hanging out and you ain't subscribed yet. Yes. So yeah, make sure you subscribe. And real quick in the chat, I know we're not supposed to talk to the chat, but real quick, I got this from Simply Seattle. Go to their website, simplyseattle.com. This is where you can get it. All right, you got you. And then, and then one, one more thing. We will be taking your questions towards the end. But right now, we got to react. Y'all was waiting. Boy, y'all was waiting like your mom and Pookie and all of them just waiting at the, at the, at the house. <laughs> we know suddenly did it. Okay. First, KJ, Seahawks start off really well. I mean, they come out, you thinking everything's going to be great. That first quarter, everything is good. you like, oh, we going sizzler. And then all of a sudden, the second quarter, the third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter, they was cheeks. Yes, all right, let's start with the good. We played, Seahawks came in 4-2. and two. Cleveland Browns came in 4-2. and two. Dominating defense versus dominating defense. Um, struggling offense with us in the red zone. We got it. It was better. It was better today. Mm -hmm. It was better mm -hmm. today. We start off with, with Jake Bobo. Mm -hmm. Mo Bobo, who mm -hmm. they designed a run for. Mm. A fly sweep mm. to the right. He put his foot in the dirt and puts it right there in the end zone. Um, Tyler Lockett with another toe drag swag mm -hmm. to add to the Ring of Honor resume he put together. And so they did some really, really good things in the red zone. So I was happy with that. As much as, and I know a lot of people want to complain about what they saw out of the Seahawks. KJ, I want you to help me reinforce this message. Mm -hmm. The Cleveland Browns are a good football team. The Cleveland Browns can run the ball. They can play defense. Mm -hmm. Today they ran screens that was just beautiful. Go ahead. I knew I knew that'll wake you up. I knew the people were like, KJ, we need you out there. We need you to stop the screens. I'm like, I'm too old. I can't do it. <laughs> but um, the screens, sh shout out to their play caller. You got a young quarterback, not a young quarterback, but a journeyman in P.J. Walker. You want to make life really easy for him. They was running jailbreak screens, running back screens, tight end screens, and they were going for explosive plays, really explosive plays. So they made the game plan really, really simple for this quarterback. And, it's all, and it almost worked. They put up. They put up decent amount of points. Mm -hmm. They put up a, just about enough to get it done. And um, the formula is screens, run the ball, play really, really dominating defense. And so understand this. I'd heard y'all booing 
in there, I understand the frustrations. I understand it. But just know that this defense, y'all, that we just played, they're number one in the NFL. You got the reigning, potentially, defensive player of the year, Miles Garrett over there. Those guys got two picks today. They're a good quality football team. And so when we come out there with a win, can't ask for nothing better than that. Well, let's talk about some of the things, a lot of things that the Seahawks did do well. Look, y'all can go ahead and talk about the negativity, and you can talk about which player is not him and what player is him. We'll get to that in a second. But I want to start off with this. Don't y'all forget that rush, that pass rush by the Cleveland Browns, according to what you taught us, is the best in the National Football League, and they only got one sack out of Miles Garrett that came midway through the fourth quarter. By the way, you guys want to know? You want to know how good Miles Garrett is? That dude has 83 sacks in 91 games. Since, Ooh, I didn't know since that. 2017, I he has know. 83 sacks in 91 games. However, you guys want to talk bad about this Seahawks offensive line? Talk about how damn good they were against that. Hey, yeah. it was a stalemate against them boys. Yeah, and so I understand, like going back to what you were saying, we played a quality football team. And I get it. You upset, you mad, you want us to put up, you know, 30 some odd points. But this was a number one defense. Defense wins championships. Like they we threw some, we threw some suspect throws to get some interceptions. Pass rush is getting after it, but we came out there with a win. As a Seahawks, we have this bend, 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 but don't break type of mentality. We bent, we bent, but when it mattered most, when Geno Smith went down there in the fourth quarter, game on the line. Now, I know a lot of people, you said you heard booze. A lot of y'all want to get on here and say Geno's not him. You were upset about some of the ways he played in that game. But, Gene, but uh, KJ, this is where you help us out. For almost 13 seasons, we've watched the Seahawks team under Pete Carroll mm -hmm. be really good at closing out games. You guys know what we just saw at the end where the Seahawks come back and win the game, we've seen that time and time again. What does Pete Carroll teach and what do you guys do on the sidelines to bring that culture of winning at the end all the time. Understand this. They practice this all the time. Every Wednesday, we have a walkthrough, and we do two-minute drill every single Wednesday. Coach Carroll's like, here's the situation. We're down four points, end of the game. We're down a field goal. We want to get a touchdown, and we can, but we got to get a field goal to win the game. We practice this every Thursday and walkthrough. Hey, it's two-minute drill. It's tied up. We want to get, we want to get down here. Geno, get us in the position, kick a field goal. We win the ball game. And so he puts these guys in these positions in practice. And then we understand that practice is everything. So when you come to the game, like I've, I've been there before. I've done this. I know the plays. I know the checks. I'm built for this moment. When I saw Geno go down there, boom, boom, boom. Oh, check, check. I see Njigba one-on-one. Give my young rookie a chance. Let me give my young buck a chance. He threw the bubble screen out there. Jackson Smith and Jigba did the rest. Ball game. Seahawks win. What'd you see from that Seahawks defense today? Hey. What, what's your defense today? Like you said, tips and over those. Gotta get those. Clint Hurt once again dialing it up. Jamal Adams. It's games on the line. Who I'm gonna go to? I'm gonna call number 33 number. Something good gonna happen or something bad gonna happen, but something gonna happen. When I, call, when I call this blitz right here, he blitzed Jamal right through that B-gap. He gets his, not his hands, but he got his. Got his helmet. He want to bend him <laughs> like Beckham. He can play for the sounder. Bow. And, uh, Julia right there for the, um, for the interception. And so with these guys, gave up a little too many yards rushing. 
150 yards, 155 yards rushing. Mm-hmm. Um, PJ Walker, who's been doing his thing, he got mm-hmm. a touchdown, got an interception. But um, this this is the this is the strength of this football team. This yeah. defense is the strength. Once again, Jordan Brooks, who I've been saying it's time to give this man a contract. I've been saying that he came like shoom right through that big gap on the blitz for a beautiful sack force fumble. Mafe picks it up. Mm-hmm. Mafe got a sack today. Daryl Taylor got a sack. And you was I've been you, I wanna, you, you can, was I, like, can, can, I, can I say something? Okay. Wait, it's about 500 of y'all on here. So y'all hearing it first. Now, sometimes I be scared to say stuff because KJ, he might get a little upset in his feelings. So, what you think about this? I wanted to say it last week. I feel better saying it this week. Boye Mafe and Daryl Taylor remind me of when Cliff Averill and Mike Bennett first got to the Seahawks in 2013 mm-hmm. when they were not starters, mm-hmm. but they contributed a great deal. They weren't counting on to play a whole lot of snaps, but when they got in there, they did their things. Boye Mafe had eight tackles today, a tackle for loss, had a sack. My man Daryl Taylor at the end of the game with 20 seconds through. left. Third through. down, he gets a sack right there. I'm just saying, I'm not calling them. I'm not saying they're them. I'm just saying that we got to give love to Boye Mafe and Daryl Taylor. That boys is good. So I went to the facility the other day. And I saw my face. I'm like, boy, you playing your tail off. You playing good. And then the coaches was like, hey, hey, don't give him too much. Don't give him too much praise. Like, let him grow up a little bit. I mm-hmm. said, hey, can you handle? Can you handle praise? He's like, yeah, I can handle it. Obviously, he can. The man was out there balling. He played strong against the run. Got a sack force fumble. I need more from okay. Daryl Taylor. Okay. I mean, you know, I need I need more from Daryl Taylor. You got the sack, cool. But I need Daryl Taylor to continue take these steps forward. Continue setting that edge. Continue to becoming a student of the game. And so Daryl Taylor is on his way. But right here, right now, Boye Mafe, I'll take him every day of the week. And so I love what he brings to the table from training camp all the way till today. Mm, okay. Well, you didn't you didn't go too crazy on me. I want to talk about something else that the Cleveland Browns did well today. And this is something that I gotta point out. Did you guys notice that PJ Walker, they couldn't really get to him? Them three interior linemen, they have two Pro Bowl guards and your boy that used to be with the Seattle Seahawks Ethan Posick. Oh, was he out there today? Yes, he's a center. Ethan Posick is for them. And them 300 pound jokers, <laughs> man, they was like, I'm guarding my sandwich Not back today. here. Not today. So I want to give them love. They did a great. The Cleveland Browns are good, man. They going to beat some other teams that we going to see going forward. We'll talk about that, but they are good. They they don't have any Nick Chubb. They didn't have Deshaun Watson out there. Like this is your starting running back. Your starting quarterback that was missing today, and you and you almost beat a really good quality football team. So once they get healthy, once Deshaun wants to come back, maybe they'll be better. But um, understand this, guys, we got to win today, and we're about to take this rough stretch. We got the Ravens, we got the Commanders, who you can't sleep on. Like it's going to be some teams, and so when you're facing this, when you got this journey in the football season, we're talking 17 games. By, by any means necessary, we want to come out with a W because we know that it's going to get harder down the line. Mm-hmm. And so five wins in week eight of the football season, we're, we're in good shape. We're in really good shape. Now, I want to remind all – oh, we're at 600, man. Y'all, y'all here, man. Appreciate y'all being here. But uh, this is where you can help us out because I think that we 
as fans, especially me, I'm emotional all over the place, but we get guilty. And we're guilty of judging games on paper, playing out games on paper. You see what happened with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Denver Broncos? Broncos country. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's right. That's right. The Waffle House did you good. <laughs> Waffle House did them good. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw it. Okay, keep going. Okay. So anyway, um, <laughs> uh, you, you got those situations. You got the Panthers losing to the Texans, mm -hmm. right? You got that happening. So, and if you got, of course, Joe Burrow. Trying to tell y'all that saw, Joe Burrow. When I saw him put the alien head on, I was like, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Rap, it's, it's a wrap. Okay. Let's get back to the game. DK. Let's talk DK. I want I want I want I need to talk about DK because a lot of y'all is a look, we a lot of not y'all. Hold on. Include me. Include me. I've been a little, come on, DK, you gotta be, you gotta do this. DK was a dog today. And let's not forget that last touchdown is DK blocking. Thank God he didn't hold. I was like, he almost did. I was like, he, bro, he let, let go. He, I was like, no, no. he let go. He let go. He let go. Um, 14 targets. Mm -hmm. How many catches? Five, Five catches. six catches? Five catches. Okay, I want that, that ratio to be up. I'm not blaming DK for that. I, well, hold up. Let's talk about the interception. Let's talk about the interception. That, Gino. That, that was a bad throw. Bad route and a real bad decision to throw an out route right there when you still got a timeout. That was at the end, oh, right, of yeah. the second quarter. Yeah. That, that whole situation was bad. That's on Shane Waldron, that's on DK, and that's on Gino. I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> and um, with DK, we understand, y'all, he's playing through. He's playing through it. Mm -hmm. He's playing through it. He's not, he's not 100% healthy. When you got ribs, when you got cartilage, it's hard to breathe. When you get hit, it is not fun. So him playing through injuries is really, really, you know, I, I appreciate that. But um KJ taught y'all. Now let me see who was listening. KJ taught y'all the formula. KJ told y'all that Gus Bradley used to tell him. Matter of fact, Larry Fitzgerald had told him. KJ said, there's a P plus T equation when it comes to these players. Which one of y'all know that? Yeah, well, we talk about performance and tolerance. And so explain it. And so you're going to be tolerated if your performance is high. If your performance is low, we're not going to tolerate no bull stuff from you. Understand that. And so the production needs to be high. If you're going to be, you know, wanting to complain and mm -hmm. getting penalty, like, you better be putting up 100 yards and a touchdown, dang near each and every game. Impulse gaming, got it. Performance toleration. So... A lot of times, you guys, sometimes maybe you don't do too much football and you want to hear my analogies. And let me give you some performance toleration. <laughs> let me give you an example. Let's just say, let's just say you are a millionaire and you make about $10 million a year. $10 million a year. You can come home anytime you want to. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. come home, you pay the, you pay the cost I don't to be the boss. Hear nothing. I don't now, hear nothing. this, let's switch it. If you bring it in, no disrespect. If you bring it in, you know, 50, 50, in Seattle about about fifty thousand dollars, then you you know you still here, tight, but you better be home on time. You got a curfew. And so with <laughs> and so with DK, you ignore with, that. With DK, no penalties today. Let's can we give him a round of applause? Round of applause. No round penalty applause. today. We didn't see any bad body language. Nobody body language. We saw him blocking for his guy when it was time to win the ball game. Yes, sir. Didn't yes, get sir. a penalty. Mm -hmm. 
So I call that growth. Mm -hmm. Great job, DK. Didn't do any extracurricular stuff. You played ball. You played sound. You put your team in a position mm -hmm. to win the ball game. There was no setbacks from DK. And so that's growth. Shout out to Coach Carroll addressing it, mm -hmm. getting it figured out. The fans, be they, they in my mind, and they know me. They know I don't take a – I got to come back to this. So, KJ, your performance in, in your life has been here. Where's your curfew at? Is it here? You know what I'm saying? Where are you at when it comes to your curfew? I came home like 1 o'clock the other night. That was, that was that was pushing it. Oh, you came home at 1 a.m.? That was pushing it. She said he'd be home by midnight. When you, I said, I'm about to push this. I'm about to be home by midnight. Yeah. So, wait. When you – hold on. <laughs> so, when you when you on your way home and you know it's 1 in the morning, do you do you call? I, te I text her. I said, I'm on my way home. <laughs> I said, I'm on my way home. Okay. Don't ask me where I am. Yeah. I'm on my way home. And it ain't by midnight. I'll be so, home when I get there. So take us through it. So you walk, so you come in the garage, mm -hmm. close your door. Now, do you close it soft? I'm quiet as a church mouse. Okay. Do you? I, I take, I don't cut, I, I turn my flashlight on my phone. I don't turn on no light, turn my flashlight, take my clothes off, and I sneak in the bed. Oh, you get in the bed? You don't even go on the couch? Yeah, I get in my bed. I sneak in my bed. And, and, and what'd she say? She pretend like she's asleep. I know she'd be up. Look, <laughs> and she look at her phone like three minutes later, see what time <laughs> What time this mother came home? It's right. yes, one o'clock. But um Okay. Just had to get that point across. Hey, so I see. It's just time to get to the chat. Uh yeah, we, we talked a lot about the game. Y'all know I, what happened. First place, Seattle Seahawks. First place. So let's just address before we get to the chat, let's address Gino. Two touchdowns, two interceptions, some really, really good plays, some, some head scratchers out of Geno. And when I was watching him, I was like, I just hope that it's not in his head. I just hope that all the noise isn't getting to Geno. Understand, like, the biggest and the best thing we, we could do as fans is support this dude because he's our quarterback. And he's, he's a really, really good quarterback. He's going to be the quarterback for the duration of the season and for years to come. And so um, I just hope he's not hearing the noise of some of the decisions he's making. Like, so we got to see. But two interceptions, the formula is always protect the football. Don't give your opponents anything. Let's make it hard for them. Let's not make it hard for us. So um, can I? Okay. Yeah, he playing the Ravens next week, so he got to stand for I was going to try to. Get away from the whole Gino because first of all they won. Gino, fantastic drive at the end. Yeah, shout out, shout out to the offensive line for giving him time. <sighs> Have we, as fans, you as a Seahawk legend, mm -hmm. Super Bowl champion, have we seen the best of Gino Smith? Do do you do you think that mm -hmm. we are going to see betterness than this? Or do you think that we probably won't see better than this? But however, you maybe might think that this is enough. It's documented what Gino can do. It's doc we we got film. His resume speaks for itself. Man was a Pro Bowler last year. He saw what he did against his Lions. The Lions game was his best game. Detroit Lions was hands down his best game this football season. So that's the standard that we're expecting as fans, as former legends. Like, I want you to play to this caliber. And if it's anything like down here, hey, come on, man, let's let's pick this thing back up. That's that's what we want. That's what he wants for himself. Okay. That's what Coach Carroll wants. Okay. And so, is it time to hit the panic button? Absolutely not. He's winning ball games, and that last drive said all, it said everything we need to see from Geno Smith. He he put down a two minute drill, game winner, job well done. 
I'll end it with this and we get to the qu- uh, questions. I know we got that one big one that's right there. I'll end it with this. I don't know if we will see better than this. I don't know if we will get a better Geno, but in my heart of hearts, I do think that this Geno is enough to win. I mean, they five and two right now. Five and two. They five and two. Call it what you want to call it. He's good <laughs> enough to get you five and two. And you know. how many people in the NFL can do to say that? Not many. Call your fans, call your Niner fans, your cousin and them, and talk your talk. Tell them we them boys. Time out, time out, time out. Forget being number one in the NFC West, which is cool. But who's in the NFC? It's the Eagles. Is it the Seahawks number two in the NFC? It or might be. It might be. Y- y'all stats, y'all help statistician, yeah, help us out. My brain. Help right. us out. All right, let's get to that uh, question right there. Q&A, and, and, and before the questions, make sure you guys like, put all the stuff in the comment. Like, subscribe. subscribe. Come Please. on, now. Come on. We um, get, we, it's the quest to get to 50,000 subscribers. Okay, what we got? K- KJ, much love to you. But what is your prediction on the next three games? Ravens, Commanders, and Rams. Do you think we could keep the number one spot in our division? And also, what's going on with Geno? Well, we just explained to you. Francisco Angeles, mm-hmm. on the next three games, we just we got to play the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore, who's playing really, really good football. It's going to be tough. It's going to be a battle. It will not be easy. Lamar Jackson, I played him several times. Hands down, the most dynamic football player I ever faced in my career. He's fast. He's quick. He can make throws, too. They look healthy. Odell, Zay Flowers, Mark Andrews, they got a defense. It won't be easy. With the commanders, I'm not, I'm not worried about the commanders. We should handle business. Jaster, 22. Hold up. I got to get to the Rams. Oh, okay. With Sorry. the Rams, playing Sean McVay, it's not easy. So, yeah, well. It's not easy. Jaster 22. I know how some Seahawks fans and players and former players feel about Russ, but I personally can't help but like the dude. He was there for my little cousin who was suffering from leukemia multiple times while in Seattle. I love Russ. I love Russ. I know everyone mad at me because he came on the show and I said he need to make some apologizing, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But the dude's a good-hearted dude, always visiting the Seattle's children's hospitals, got a heart of gold. And so I'm glad that he did that for your cousin. You know, he's a solid dude. I want to just I want to add to that. Hey, when it comes to that kind of stuff, Russ and visiting kids with cancer and and doing those extra things, and it's not for show either. It's not for show. Yeah, no one just go, spends two hours out of the day just for nah, show. Yeah, nah, so, nah. Uh, let me see what that other one says. Uh, Josh, Josh says, awesome to meet you, G, before the uh, game. Thanks for the <laughs> FaceTime call. Love, love that. that's, hey, that's the one. That's Josh. What's up, Josh? What's up, man? Hey, it was good to meet you in line, yeah. man. We FaceTimed, got KJ on the phone. Shout out to Josh, man. He yeah. said he watches every episode. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. What Jason got to say? Jason K, Rams lose, Cardinals lose, Niners lose. Seahawks win and now first in the division. Today has been a good day. Also, I got to know your reaction to the Love's pick after doinking, doinking off Jamal's head. Um, that was a play of the game. That was a play of the game. Don't talk to I got my glasses on. You heard what he said. Seahawks are first, man. We in first. We in first, man. If you ain't first, you last. If you ain't first, you last. <laughs> Ricky Bobby. <laughs> if you ain't first, you last. And so I jumped up out of my chair. I was watching. I jumped up out of my chair. Mm-hmm. Big time. Jamal just been making plays since he came on the scene. Man, we about to get to, come on, we're getting to 1,000 viewers. We've never got to 1,000 viewers. Make sure you guys are hitting that like button and subscribing. Domingo Rodriguez. What'd he say? Do y'all believe we can beat San Francisco twice this year? Listen, 
understand this. I know they've lost three in a row, but the Niners, they're nice, man. I'm not, I'm not going to sleep on the Niners. That defense is dominant. I played 11 years in the NFL. Kyle Shanahan is hands down, not even close to the best play caller I've ever faced in my career. And so I truly believe this team will get it figured out. Beating them guys twice with that defense, with those caliber players, is going to be a big-time challenge. I'm all up for splitting it. We for sure going to split it. But beating them twice, it's going to be rough. I told you that Brock Purdy wasn't Purdy. <laughs> he believes what was that Brock, Brock Purdy. Stats today? He who cares? He threw two interceptions. He threw that thing away. And you know Pete Carroll says don't yeah, you can't turn over football. I saw Kyle Shanahan looking so mad. Come on now. Should have kept Trey Lance. Come on now. now we you. come on. Yeah, oh, by the way, can the Seahawks beat them twice? Yes. Can the Seahawks walk on the moon? Yes. Can Bobo be the same thing as more cowbell? Matter of fact, I stole last. Somebody had that in there. Whoever you are, if you're still in there, that was damn good. Okay, what else we got? Mm, how to, I, I like, um, C, oh, okay, never mind. We'll go to Victor Garcia. Will the Seahawks make any trades before the deadline? That's Tuesday, deadline Tuesday. Deadline Tuesday. I think First so. of all, DK not going anywhere, so let's just shut all that noise mm -hmm. out. If anything, we'll bring in some interior defensive linemen to get this thing cracking some more. So. Yeah. Travel says, can you talk about Mr. Lockett, Tyler Lockett, Mr. Reliable? Bro, I was talking to someone in the stands, and they was like, Tyler Lockett's career is just, it ain't the flashiest thing in the world. It ain't the Hall of Fame, but it is so consistent. It is something you could depend on. Each and every football season, throw the ball this man's way, magic is going to happen. We're talking going on five years with a 1,000 yards receiving. Five years in a row with a thousand yards receiving. This man is an awesome teammate, just awesome dude. And on the football field, he's always available. He don't always practice, but on game day, he gonna always be there showing up. I love the dude, and um, he got about at least another four years in him. At Tyler, least another four years. Tyler Lockett is that woman that's not that good looking, but got good credit and a good job <laughs> and a good personality. This is the reason why every single time y'all always, y'all don't never call Tyler Lockett the best receiver. You just say he's underrated. So that's what I'm saying. When you go see Jessica, I'm just making up a name, but you go see Jessica, she is reliable. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't really go out with her on Friday or Saturday, but you always show up at the house. She got good credit and she always got something in the crock pot. That's what I'm saying. That's Miss tough. reliable. Uh, your mama side piece. Dang. Okay. Do you personally think... <laughs> Not your mama. Do you personally think Geno will transcend until the star quarterback we need to take us to a Super Bowl and potentially winning it? Ooh, your mama side piece. That's a very deep, deep question. Do you think he would personally understand this? It takes not just the quarterback, but it takes a lot to win a Super Bowl. It takes a lot of luck. It takes a lot of good health. It takes a lot of talent. When I look at Geno, he does have it. It just it needs to be done on a more consistent basis. Understand that. He has it. We've seen it. But it needs to be done more on a consistent basis to where it becomes the standard. Like, this is us as a football team. I'm not going to go here. And then when I play um, the Cardinals, I'm here. I need him to be at that level a lot. 
a lot more than what I've seen. And so he's done it. He's proven it. But you're talking about getting to the Super Bowl? We talk about making that playoff race, that playoffs run. He has got to be on, on point. And so I've seen it, but I'll need to see it more if we're really talking about winning the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, Josiah, today was evident on why we need to use Charbonnet more. Our run game was killing it the first quarter. Why do we break the rule of take what the defense gives you? When we started pounding it in the mid-fourth again, it was made – it it made the lay down TD with JSN easy. Mm-hmm. Josiah, bruh, I'm with you. You've been saying this. I've been, I'm you can see it with Charbonnet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He just he just run it with purpose. You know what I'm saying? He just get it's like when somebody asks you a question and then somebody's like, Well, uh, uh, honey, do I look fat in these jeans? You're like, mm, well, and no, Charbonnet says, Yes, you do. Yes. Yes. And um, he gotta get more carries. He has got to get more carries. We're not running him enough. He only got like five, six carries today. This is a 15-carry type of running back. 15-carry type of running back. He exploded in that fourth quarter. Big play, big play, big play. And it set us up for the touchdown, like you said. And so um, we got to find a way to get him more involved. I look at Shane Waldron, and he, he does have his hands full. Understand, guys, he does have a lot of guys he has got to make happy. You got a Bobo, you got Njigba, Lockett, DK. A starting running back you got to make happy. And so there's only one football on the field. And let's not forget about the tight ends. And so right now he is an odd man out. But um, let's let's tick it up a little bit if we want to be successful. Because we're going on the road to play the Ravens. Pound this dude. Pound them. Break they will. Charbonnet the one that can get that done. All right. Silas. KJ, why do you think... Why do you Damn. think we play to the opponent's level every week? Never much better or worse. As a former Hawk, maybe you got some insight. Look, I, <laughs> y'all asked some really good questions. <laughs> I, I said this. I said this last time. Look at how we played the LA Rams game one. Rebuild year, no Cooper Cup. We should we, we should win this ball game. Mm-hmm. They came out there and they kicked us in our mouth. When we played the Detroit Lions the following week, oh, this team is going to win the division. This is Jared Goff and Dan Campbell. They're going to be potentially win the NFC North. We played at their level. Come back playing the Cardinals. It was like, what are we doing? And so they, for some strange reason, this is un Seattle Seahawks like, where we're just seeing backup quarterback, backup quarterback, but we're not just taking over and dominating like we should. And so, with that being said, we know we're playing the Baltimore Ravens this week. We know this is a potential team that could win the Super Bowl. I truly believe, call me crazy, but I, we're going to obviously, once again, match their level, match their intensity. But um, we don't want to get in the habit of playing here, up and down, but we're going to match this team player for player, scheme for scheme. It's going to be a big-time matchup, and so I'm excited for this one. We almost to 1,000. We almost to 1,000. Let's go. Hey, don't y'all leave. Stay with us. Stay with us now. Now, real quick, everybody that's watching right now, I want you to just let this sit in for a minute. Let this marinate with you. The Seahawks are number two in the NFC. Let what, 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 what have we got to complain about? What's what, there to complain about? Come on now. They number two in the NFC. The Eagles are one. The Seahawks are two with the Lions, of course. Dallas Cowboys. Not, number two. We're healthy. 
Defense is balling. We're winning. And will we figure this out more on offense? Yes. Trust and believe. There's nothing that Coach Carroll cannot figure out. And so we're in prime position to be a really good team that's going to potentially win this division. Hell, we may even get a bye week. I know it's early. I know it's early. We may yeah. even get a bye week. Come on, Leap. Leap says still not impressed. Leap, <laughs> come on now. I want you to stay in and tell me. What else do you want, Leap? Leap, Leap. what else do you want? Leap, tell us what you want. We'll try to get an answer. Man, for you. it's like, man, I, I know y'all get mad at me at these metaphors and analogies, but could you imagine being with a significant other that don't appreciate nothing? Every time you come home, you pay all the bills, you do everything <laughs> right, you come in with a curfew, you take care of the kids, you give them bath, you do help with their homework, and she still don't appreciate it. Yeah. 1,000 viewers, appreciate you guys. That's a record. That's a record. Um, Let's go. Man, I love y'all, man. What do you guys think of Kenny McIntosh? He should be back very soon. I hope so. What have you done for me lately? Um, what, what, what did Leap say? Did Leap I need more consistent plays for both. Leap, the other team gets paid too. <laughs> no, no, no. Do, you do know that the other team is a billion-dollar franchise. They get coaches and players. They get paid too. You can't just think that the Seahawks will go out and win by 50. Yeah. Um, my man just asked, do you think we could beat the Cowboys and Eagles? First and foremost, first and foremost, we're going to Dallas. We're going there. We're gonna be in person. Come kick it with us. We'll draw more information soon. But can we beat them, them boys? Yes, we can. The Eagles. Listen, game at a time. Listen, mm. the tush push. I got it figured out. I'm gonna tell you, I I got it figured out. I I had a dream how to stop the tush push. I'm gonna tell y'all that week. I had a dream how to stop it. Are you being serious? I'm dead ass serious. I was gonna save it, but y'all, you asked me. Uh -oh. Well, you wait, wait, wait. You can't give that information on the podcast before the Seahawks play the Eagles. So you gonna have to take that up to the facility, even though that would be great and people can hear that here. Do we want to give that information out on how to stop the tush push? They go pay me for it. Who? The Seahawks. No, I really got a, a real. Like a real ass, I, I I got the key to it. Wow. I got the key to it. Can I, can I, <laughs> hey, if you was, if you were at the stadium today, this has been something I want to bring up. I probably shouldn't be, bring this up. I apologize. So I'm, look, it's like saying with all due respect before you say something. So I'm going to apologize with all due respect. But did you guys see the 12 flag raiser today? Now, usually, one of my favorite parts to start the game is the 12 flag raiser. I love that part. KJ, lo lo love it. I mean, mm -hmm. it's my favorite yep. part. I look forward to it and as well. And today, if you guys were there, you saw, and I'm like, boy, it's throwback. You had Montel Williams and Montel Jordan at halftime. You wearing this. All a lot of Seahawks legends, Cam Chancellor, KJ Wright. Oh, oh, we. And then all of a sudden, you got the damn science guy. What in the world was that? All the people that wore the throwback, all the people that wore the throwback jerseys, we got Kenny Easley, Steve Largent, Jim Zorn, like someone like, okay, who is it? Who is it? Oh, okay. It's Bill. So 
Oh, I told y'all y'all gonna be mad at me. I'm gonna say what some of y'all been thinking. The Bill, look, I think Bill Nye's a nice guy, the science guy, just not the guy for twelve, not not the twelve flag razor. I was not excited. It reminds me of somebody wanting to go to prom. They didn't ask six or seven people. They didn't get a chance to go to prom, but their mama asked the best friend to ask her daughter, and then they went to the prom. That's who raised the damn flag. Okay. Uh, Francisco Angeles, when is your next watch party? We're going to do it the away San Francisco game. Away San Francisco game. Come join us. We had a great time the last time. It was on and popping. G and I will announce it soon. By the way, I know that Bill Nye, I know that he lived here. Come on now. I know. I understand that. But this week was sacred. I'm just saying this week was sacred. Um, Colin Swayze. KJ, if you were the coach and could make one move before the tread deadline, what position would you target? Also, thanks for everything you two do. Let's look on offense. Good at quarterback, good at running back, good at receivers. Offensive line. We've been banged up. We've been really banged up. So someone in the interior, I would really look forward to, you know, I would look to make a move there. Defense, our secondary is locked and loaded. Nothing's happening there. Our linebackers, Bobby and Jordan, are playing out of their minds. The, the defensive linemen, I don't, I don't hear any backup defensive linemen names called during the game. I don't. And so understand that in football, you want a rotation. You want to just put guys in, put guys out, and we just doing this dang thing right here. And so I'm talking about a defensive lineman on the interior is what I want to see from this football team. And so it's Tuesday. They got to make some moves. They definitely got to make some moves. Now, outside guys, we, we cool with Mafe. Are we cool with Daryl Taylor? Oh, yes. Are we cool with Frank Clark? By the way. Who's going to be the other one? Frank Clark looked good out there. What number was he wearing? 57? 57. 57. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. you cool at the outside linebacker spot. We got enough pass rush. Yes. Wait, wait. There's never enough pass pass rush. Like there's never enough cowbell. So pass rush as well. What other questions y'all got? Come Ooh. on now. We, we had a thousand. We got a hold on. We celebrate. It's a thousand thirty nine. KJ, what do you think of Woon, Woolen and Spoon on our show? You asked about Tariq Woolen. I asked about Reek Woolen first. I, before we get to Reek Woolen, with a spoon, PBUs left and right. Energy was on point once again. Strapping dudes. I love me some Devin Witherspoon. Tariq Willen. Love him. I haven't heard his name. I heard his name a lot today. Mm -hmm. Got that interception today. Got a, got a, got a, got a, I, don't, I didn't like that flag on third down, the head to the did face. He hit, his, did he hit his face. Yeah, he did. Man. But it's like one of them, it's yeah. one of them penalties. Like, this has nothing to do with the game. Like, I think the Seahawks have the best, uh, uh, Duo corner ten, best duo corners in the game. Yep, I think Tariq will endeavor with the spoon. I'll match him up against anybody. If, any, if you guys want to argue, give me another two that can argue, rival that. Yep, and don't forget we go nickel. Then Trey Brown comes in. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, I don't like these Seahawk opinions that I have. Nobody, just remember, when you guys are getting ready to talk to your friends or your cousins back home and they're trying to say the Seahawks aren't this, tell them this. The Seahawks are number two in the conference. Yeah. Number one in the division and number two in the conference. I'm tired of folks not <laughs> respecting these Seattle Seahawks. Rob Harris, you guys like the way they're using Jamal Adams since he's been back. Coach Hurt, the Seahawks defensive coordinator, is in his bag right now. I, I know it may be a little too soon, but when you put together these type of performances – these type of game plans, this is like, oh, this, this man, this, this is head coach talk. 
This is let's let's bring this man to our franchise. And so how he's using Jamal Adams, blitzing him out there, just buzzing in the flats. Guess what I said next to in the legend suite today? Who? Cam Chancellor. And guess what we was talking about? What? Jamal Adams. And he said, I like the way they're using him. They're going big nickel. They buzzing him to the flats. They blitzing him. This is coming from the number 31, the guy with that black visor. He likes how they're using Jamal Adams. Cam Chancellor told me this today. And so um, he's healthy. He's playing fast. I love it. Tyler says, uh, where's that? It says, uh, says about G going, the Jay is saying, call you. It's down. Oh, there it is. Tyler says, G, the Jay is saying, call you when he got the game winning <laughs> touchdown. Um, we just text, but I'm about to go over there here in a second, go see him, go celebrate with my guy. Yeah, Jay is seeing, baby. Bam. <laughs> All right. We got two more guys, two more. And we got some Sunday night football to get to. Who playing tonight? Bears? The damn Bears and the Chargers? Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> they should have had, they should have flexed this. They should have flexed the Seahawks <laughs> and the Cleveland Browns. No, they the, shouldn't have. And put, and put us put us Sunday night. Don't nobody see no P.J. Walker? They didn't want to see 4-2 and two against 4-2? and two? They no. didn't want to see a good defense? Okay. We'll see no damn PJ Walker. Okay, I ain't going. But by, by, by the <laughs> way, but, but but KJ, real quick though, this is something you gotta ask, answer. Are you kind of jealous that you guys didn't get to play in the throwbacks? Are you jealous of the atmosphere that you Je saw there today? Jealous isn't the word. Feeling some type of way, <laughs> annoyed that I played there for a decade, and I couldn't I couldn't get to rock these. Yes, because I asked when I was there. I said, "Hey man, let's." Let's wear the, I call them the Cortez. I said, let's wear the Cortez Kennedys. Let's bring back the throwbacks. Oh, man, man. We got to ask the owner about it, blah, blah, So, no, we didn't wear them, and I do feel some type of way. I ain't going to lie, man. The stadium had a buzz to it, man. It, it, they painted the field. Oh, man. They made a lot of money. You know how much <laughs> money they made from people buying throwbacks? Uh, throwback. And they these in Dallas when we were out there, too. Yeah. All right, last question, last question. Before we get out here, make sure y'all like, subscribe, and um, last question. Make it a good one. Our producer, highlight a good one. Come on, producer. Y'all got to subscribe now. All we right. got to get the 50,000. Subscribe. No question, but we're going to Colin Swayze. It would be awesome to see Lofa Tatupu on a future interview on here. You damn right it would be. Yeah, I don't know why Lofa don't want to come on here. I went on Lofa's podcast, Take 12, Come On Minds. But um, two you put our minds together. We could do a KJ's corner. Oh, Lofa no, and I, we could do a KJ's corner. No, today. no, no, no exaggeration. Twelves. I used to, I tell this to KJ today. I mean, I talk to KJ all the time, so a lot of my football that I learn is from KJ right now. But years ago, um, it was Lofa. And as a matter of fact, I ain't want to gossip. You ain't heard it from me, Miss Benita in Living Color. But when Lofa was coaching for the Seahawks, when he was coaching the linebackers. That was the only time that KJ made the Pro Bowl. <laughs> I ain't want to gossip. You ain't heard it from me. Love was like, KJ, you got to take on blocks better. Go right down the lineman's face mask. Put your head on his head. I said, Lofa, I'm not putting my head in nobody's head. But you know what I started doing? Mm. I started taking on blocks a million times better. Became more instinctive. And so I love Lofa. That's my dog for life. And um, he needs to be a coach too or a scout. Get him in the building, Seahawks. When when the Seahawks gonna put you in the building? I, I mean, sir, like I know 
Maybe the Seahawks, look, let me, maybe somebody in the Seahawks is watching this. Watch this. Maybe the Seahawks is like, why would we pay KJ when we could just call KJ and be like, KJ, come on over here. And look, then you come over for, there for free and give knowledge. Seahawks, if y'all want to know how to stop the tush push, it's going to cost you $20,000. I got you, though. But I got the answer for it. Uh, last question. Why was PJ Walker slicing us up after we were up 14-0? The pressure was getting there, but he had open receivers. Guys, when I tell you their screen game was dialed up perfectly, I'm the screen master. I'm, I'm the screen master, but I was sitting right next to Cam, and it, and it was a play action, and both of us like, oh, they throwing it deep. They throwing it deep. But to the left, it was a screen. I was like, damn, there's a good play. It was another play to the tight end. They got us in man-to-man coverage. They went empty. It was man man across the board. They the tight end block block blocked release. The lineman blocked Jamal Adams, who was responsible for the tight end, had like a thirty yard gain. So they dotted up at the right time. The play design was really beautiful. Even I couldn't stop it if I was out there. And so for the offensive coordinator, he put together a really good game plan for the for the Cleveland Browns. KJ, you about to start wearing Seahawks stuff on these podcasts? So I've been doing this podcast for the past five months. It's my first time. Wearing some Seahawks gear. And um, but with a coat this clean, I couldn't take it off today. But hey, that was fun, man. Yeah. Five and two. But when is, when is your curfew usually though? If it's I mean you got in at one in the morning, when usually is your curfew? Do like, you have a curfew? She 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 jokes around, but she be dead serious. Like she'd like be home by midnight. But I look at her and I'd be like, I don't say nothing. <laughs> I don't say nothing, but I push that needle. So you can't do you can't do everything they say, G. Oh, we can't? You got to keep them on their toes a little bit. <laughs> About to get in trouble. Hey, we'll see y'all like next subscribe. time. Like and subscribe. And um, see y'all's versus Ravens next week. We'll see y'all then. Number two in the NFC. Let's go.